Okay. Whatever. Holy Batman. Is the, is the game still on? It is. It is. It's 102. We're down six. Not looking good. Not looking good. Down six. Down six. 102. Right. right. Yeah. Not yeah. cool. Yeah. Yeah. Not yeah. cool. It's all good. Go Heat. Knicks still suck. Knicks still suck. They have always sucked. John Starks, all of those ass clowns. Um, and I'm not even a massive NBA fan, and I hate those people. Oh, <laughs> uh, yes. I do love the Heat, but, man, yeah. Anyway, let's uh, – So much for that one. I guess maybe we should start a show, huh? I mean, it's been a while. Let's get it going. Why, why did Jay? Why did Bob and I get pictures with Jay and Victor's just kind of sitting there like he's a oh. some kind of medical intern that gets the, to like the, hold people's ass cheeks together while the doctor searches deep into a rectum? As the intern, I just thought that I, I was I was creeping all over his Facebook page, dude, looking for something possibly sexy, um, maybe something he didn't know was up there. And I couldn't find anything, so that went up there. But it's it's worth noting, ladies and gentlemen, that intern Hash Brown, who will from here forth be known as his birth name Victor, the intern. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, he happened. made it. He made it onto the intro of Not the with my serious podcast. Well, I'll tell you right now, man. You know, I've been a third leg my whole life. You know, you know they call me tripod, and you know I'm just glad to be a part of your 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 uh, your, your little shenanigans over here. But uh, you know. A little more respect is earned. I think it should be earned over here. Well, no, hang deserved. in there, baby. You'll do exactly what you need to do when you're with us. I've got <laughs> nothing but uh, I've got nothing but uh, confidence in you. So, anyway, what's going on? How the hell you guys been? Do you know what what did we come up with? Uh, eight eight months? Is it been how many months have we been off? Yeah, it's about since August. Months. August was our last show. That was we've a been, while we've ago. Been We're coming up on another August. Yeah, that's insane. I don't know what's going on with my eye right now, but besides the fact that my eyes would be red for any number of reasons, including one main one, it's just irritated right now. It's bothering me, and I'm looking at it, and it's pissing me off. Anyway, yeah, how guy, the hell are you guys doing? No pink eye. Did you wash your hands after you used the bathroom? Uh, wash your hands, Robert. That's how you get pink eye. Uh, anyway, um, <laughs> yes, I, I'm, I'm quite a sanitary man. But you know what? It has been way too freaking long. What we did in the meantime, though, besides a, a whole lot of wasting time, is we basically shot out an email to all of the folks who follow us on a regular basis, the Casually Serious Podcast at Yahoo.com, if you don't know what that is. Shot out a, a, a few different topics I think we went over, and we decided to ask them what we would like this first episode back in 2023 to be. And we got a hell of a, a hell of a big response from all of it. So I figure we might throw it up right now and see exactly what the options were. So let's take a look. at. So we've got the mystery briefcase of ideas that we, we put out there for everyone, sent out the emails. We asked, is streaming killing the cinema business? I'm not sure really if that is or not, but should college be free? That was a big one. That was a real big. I, mean, I think I, I think that you might have come up with that one. 
If you could meet anyone, alive or dead, who would it be and what would you talk about? And finally, do you believe in superstition? So we sent these out to everybody who's on the mailing list and probably a bunch of people who didn't want to get this email and uh, ask them, hey, most, what would you like us to do this to first episode about? Most and of them asked us to take us off their mailing list, I think. They asked that, but we... Asked us to do. We say, uh, we reply with no speak, and then whatever they talk to us, whatever language, and then we put that in there, say we don't speak that, and just keep them on the mailing list, because that's how exactly. we roll. Yeah. But over you know, months, months, months and months... We uh we we just we're wondering what we what could we do? We've covered so many topics over the years that we've been doing this many, show that our our my um, my head was spinning trying to come up with check our catalog if you have time. Just right. And by the way, it. if you haven't done so, please go over to our YouTube page. Yes, um youtube.com backslash the casually serious podcast. Join it, let us know how you like it, and um and join yeah. us for the rest of the season. But today's nice. episode, because Hopefully. of you folks who replied like mad, besides saying you want us off the mailing list, you asked us because we asked you if you could meet one person dead or alive, who would it be and what would you talk about? That is what the mystery briefcase idea of the day is right now. And what the hell? I'm going to go ahead. Let, let's let let's see what's up. Let's let uh, let's let Mr. Uh, intern. Okay, hey, you intern, know, intern I got two. I got two people, but I'm, I'm going to go. It was only one. It was only one. I know. I know. I know. I know. Follow directions. I'm going to go with one. I'm going to go with the one. Well, that's what you were asked. You know, but I got two. All right, so I got one. Unbelievable. All right. All right, he's done. Let's move on to the John, next. John, no, <laughs> listen, man, give me a second, Jesus. I just, I just want to tell you, it would probably be John Lennon. I just want to meet that guy. You know, I, I think uh, he, he would have been a cool dude to meet. I think I, you know, I, I would like to try, you know, at least one cocktail of psychedelic that he did. Like, what was his favorite combo? And just, just to see what, you know, what made that guy tick, what, you know, what made him be the way he, you know, and where he got the creativity from, and to just, you know, watch what he would say about being in all those concerts. John Lennon is one of those people that it's not that I love John Lennon and he's my favorite musician. That's not it, but. He lived a dope-ass life, dude. He's and that big of a figure to you that you were like, there's really no icon. one bigger than Lennon. You like, Lennon, we got to figure out what this guy's life was like. Yeah, dude. I would love to like to just hear what his what made him be the most he could be. You know, Were you a fan I of the love- Beatles at all? Did you like any of oh, that? Oh, I, I, like, I, I like the Beatles. I, you know, I, I do. I like the Beatles, but... I wasn't a fan, really. You know... I, I I like I like Sgt. Peppers. I like there's a lot of stuff, you know. A yeah, lot of see, that cool I stuff. I always told my friend Stoney that I didn't like their doo wop shit. I love their really trippy stuff. That stuff I like, is I my like the favorite. older Beatles. You know, what I mean, I kind of like the older Beatles stuff. The, but the beginning shit was really cool too. I really did like the beginning stuff, the doo wop stuff. I like the little haircut. That was cute. It was fun. So then, what's what's one question you would too. ask? You would ask you if you sat down. Hey, hello there, Mr. Victor, Mr. Hashbrow. How the fuck are you? Uh, yeah, what question do you want to ask me? I've got somewhere to go. That's a very uh, bad John Lennon. But bro, that's terrible. What would you I would, ask him? I would, I would ask him, I'm like, what, what made you wake up and realize that you wanted to be a musician? And how much practice did you start doing? At what age were you doing practice already? That's, I just want to know. I just want to know the bones of it all. I would have gone like real deep of when did he first start? When did it trigger? And how did he cultivate it? Is really all I would with the first questions and then i would try to tell him how many girls he fucked you know that kind of shit 
And, you know, was he into dudes? I hope he wasn't. You know, not that there's anything wrong with it, but I'm just, that, that's what you know, I don't want to hear about dudes. You know what I mean? I, I mean, he did marry Yoko. Yeah, that's kind of dudely. That little so. boy looking kid, girl, boy, girl thing, right? Is she Thailand? No. She I, I, I'm i just saying. Hey, but honestly, I, who I really, really want to meet is my grandma, my mom's side. That was really my number one, but I'm not going to say that's not fun. But that's that's all right. That's all I we should I should have just completely cut that out. That you, you, I you said it anyway. Please another one. Said it anyway. I do what that's I want. messed up, man. So John we'll take, Lennon, it, we'll take that out in editing. But uh, Lennon was good though. That was a pretty good one. Surprised say, by I, you I for that. Just... I didn't even know you knew who he was. What? I'll punch you in the nuts. Why wouldn't I know who John Lennon is? I, there's a lot of things you don't know. I don't, and I don't look. I, I'm glad I don't. I don't want to know anything. So none of the other Beatles. It's just Lennon. No, Lennon, dude. It's not like he's gonna say Ringo. That's gotta be in no Ringo stars useless. You you like George Harrison better? What, what? <laughs> George Harrison, you know, a little more. Look, somebody shot this, this isn't somebody a debate, or this isn't a debate they, at all. They, but they, they Paul McCartney him. went on and made Wings, yeah, one of the well, greatest bands who ever. Who knows in the what Lennon would have done? Who knows what Lennon would have done? You're right. You're right. You're right. Mm-hmm. I know. I know he was in a band. The insane art pieces him and Yoko were doing together were absolutely insane. Nobody was wearing deodorant. I don't know. That was wacky shit. <laughs> None of them. Nobody was at this was the sixties. Nobody was wearing deodorant. There was no such Nobody thing. Was wearing it. Or shaving. You could smell her from I, I hear you could smell her down the block or something. So you're going with John Lennon and then uh and then B Abuela. Is that what you're going with? And you're then my grandma okay. it was actually yeah. grandma number one, actually, if I had a chance. But then it would be Lennon, dude. But yeah, but I'll go with Lennon first for the for the show. Well, hell yeah. All right. Ken man. If you had the ability to get in touch with one person, whether they were dead or alive, time, space, none of that mattered, hmm. what would you sit down and ask that one person or a being? Hmm. So there's a lot, but I think I'm actually going to go so- with someone who who's mostly alive, but almost dead. So I'll go with Sir David Attenborough, who I personally... I really just want to hear his voice for as long as possible. So really the conversation would just be him speaking and like, I would give him, you know, a script of the things I would like him to say so that I could just have his voice saying certain things that, you know, I would like to hear in David Attenborough's voice. I mean, it's either David Attenborough or Michael McDonald. I mean, both of them, they just got these kind of booming type voices and stuff. So I think it's (laughs) exactly, you know, I want to get some, some little sound bites from some of the voices that I appreciate. Now, fuck Michael McDonald, but David Attenborough, because he's a naturalist, because he's a biologist, um, because I love everything he does of any nature show ever. I'm just absolutely encapsulated by his voice uh, generally, there's incredible visuals going on, planet Earth, all the stuff that he did um, and continues yeah. to do to bring to, to help just kind of, you know, put conservationism into in, in, well, conservationism into the spotlight more so um, with also the younger crowd. He tends to have a really incredible following of younger, you know, generation throughout the world, not just in the United States or in the UK. Australia, Japan, Africa. I mean, this guy's just got a following I, everywhere. And I think I, that's, know, that's meaningful. It's very meaningful. You know, I don't even know who the hell you're talking about, dude. Who's this guy? Yeah, that doesn't <laughs> surprise me at David all. Attenborough? Yeah, yeah, yeah got, very nicely what? pronounced. Good job. Did I say it right? Yeah, you nailed that, dude. You nailed that, man. You hit it just have, right. Have you been here for a long time? You pronounced it well. My whole life I was born. <laughs> I'm yeah. just kidding, man. I was here every day, man. I was here every day. Yeah. 
you some beach. You ever watch Planet, yeah. Planet Earth? You've never watched any of these. Oh, oh that dude, I know who he is. Come he on, talks, man. He talks like this. Everything's beautiful. I mean, and nothing like what you're doing, but he does have an awesome voice. Upon your ball sack and everything's so gentle. Like that? Is wow. that the one you're talking I mean, I don't know. Yeah, no? um, not even close. <laughs> I mean, at all. But different. Uh, well, but with all due respect, sir, fuck yourself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you could say stuff like that in his voice, and it kind of goes goes off well. No, you can't. But I'm just oh, saying, uh, like, in general. Yes, you. No, you, know, you cannot. He, he could, and people that maybe can speak with a voice similar to his. You're just Victor. <laughs> You're just Victor. So, Bob, who you got? Who's who's your who's your human that you just have to speak to, dead or alive? You know what, man? Um, I am not. I, I've never been like this uh, existential guy. I suppose as I get older, I start thinking about maybe what's uh, what's beyond and what's what's uh, maybe afterwards. But I never really thought about that. I, and I'm not saying that I'm a simple person. I'm just saying that I never really, I didn't have a very, um, I don't know, fantastic view of the world. So when I when I started thinking about about the people that I really wanted to sit down and talk to, put the, put the knife down, dude. I didn't have. Um, you know, I didn't. I, I think maybe like Gene Simmons popped up in my head, like the usual people that most of you guys would probably say Bob would would, would want to sit down and talk. Put about. it if down, I'm, Kenny. Put it down. If I'm being honest, 100. percent As I, I say all the down. time, um, my dad, my dad and I did not have a good relationship. We didn't really have much of a relationship, but as my sisters and brothers got older and had children of their own my dad became a pretty good grandfather to those kids. And at, at some, I guess, cause I was older, I was able to sort of process that in a more mature manner. I think had I had been confronted with that at a younger, a younger age, I'd have been angry and jealous out of that for sure. But really what it made me say to myself was, and if, for those who don't know, my dad had a long seven year bout with cancer, uh, triple myeloma cancer that he fought really hard. Uh, and I got sort of close to him over the last years of his life because you know, at that point, really at any point, I don't care what they're going through, whatever hatchet you have, it's it's really a good time to bury them, especially before anything uh, happened before they pass away. Man. But Absolutely. we talked uh, about a, I talked to about a couple of things. But my dad was my dad went through a lot, too, uh, without getting too deep into it. He he he, he had he had been through some physical therapies in, in his life uh, for some issues. And I believe when it was time to be my father, he just wasn't able to do that. But really. I want to be able to, I'd like to be able to sit down and ask him that. I'd like to be able to sit down and say, hey, what were the reasons why you couldn't be a father to me, but but were able to find a way to be um, a grandfather to my brothers and uh, sisters' children and, and do great things for them? And again, I want to be able to say this to, to all of you that are hearing this. This isn't me throwing that as an insult. This is me saying that my father, while he wasn't able to be a father to me, and I won't speak for my brothers and sisters. He found a way to be a, a, a guiding grandfather at some point in his life, which means he found a way to be a, a some sort of light to somebody, yeah. to a kid, yeah. which I didn't think he was capable of, which made me feel good. Uh, not that, you know, he was dealing with cancer at the time, but there were some things that made me say I had a realization about that. But still, I'd like to go back and talk to some things, um, talk to him about some things in particular. Watch some shit. Uh, I mean, 
it really wouldn't be me squashing anything uh, um, yeah, it, 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 in the hopes of him saying, Oh, you know, maybe this, 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 and di this didn't go a little right. bit of closure, a little bit of closure. I think I got closure with, if I'm being honest, I, I honestly okay. think maybe at this point it would just be kind of like, all right, well, this happened on this day. Why did you do this instead of doing that? I, I would yeah. probably, I would probably just say, why did you make the decisions you made at one point, at one uh, point. instead of the other? Yeah, um, yeah, so that I, would be the person I sat down and I would sit down and talk to. I get it, that man. Because I, 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 because I mentioned my grandma because it's funny. Family, you know, they're important to you. You know what I mean? Like maybe other people don't see that because you know they, they didn't invent peanut butter or they got you know they didn't you know they don't have you know the the, the patent for you know shoelace little little thingamajigs. So you know they're not important, but they are to you because they brought you up. They, you know, gave you some culture. They showed you some things. They, you know, they molded you a little bit so that that I can respect that. Just like my grandma, my mom's like, you know, I, she, I lost her when she was 20. When I was 20, dude, it was so young. I didn't get enough time with her. You know, that's very true. Yeah, that's very young, man. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Wow. Well, I mean, I don't just took. Oh, shut up. Oh, my bad. <laughs> I, I, I was really hoping I was hoping you guys said some shit completely outlandish so that what I said just like kind of took the freaking floor out of the room. Yeah, man. That's why hey, I kind of wanted to go. I was like, I'm gonna go last on this one and just make everyone cry. No, but but honestly, I I thought of a lot of people and I was like, you know what? No, man, none of those answers they give me would be fulfilling as as my dad saying, you know what, Bob? I just wasn't able to be a dad because I wasn't ready. Yep. Like if I had ever heard him say that, I'd been like, "Yo, <laughs> yeah, yo, no Believe cap, that. dude. That was true yeah. as fuck, man, yeah. or whatever. You know, like that would don't make stop, a lot of sense stop, to me, dude. Don't, don't, don't I didn't, I didn't, I don't know what I did. There. I'm writing a letter, dude. Brian Smith, what's up? Good to see you, Tammy, as well. Tammy, how the hell are you doing? And Dirty yeah. Dave, always good to see the old school folks coming back. We're uh, we're oh, hoping yeah. we didn't lose too many people over the hiatus because you know it's one of those. Oh. The world right now is out of sight, out of mind. So. Hopefully yeah, we've been busy, folks. man. But you know, we're gonna bring some content, make you laugh. You know, look at you guys, funny. Look at you, real funny. So John Lennon, it threw yeah. me. It threw yeah, you me. know, listen, man. Me it, it, music, music is a part of me, man. It's always been something that I like. And you know, the Beatles that they did, they did it so big, man. You know, they did it so big. They did. And and, to, and 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 then also doing it not by themselves. You know, what I mean, like like Elvis. That's a whole world. You know, what I mean. And that's like one one big sunball, but when you have like the Beatles, like when John Lennon, he had three other counterparts, and you know there's a little tug of war there. Who's the cooler one? What's not the cooler one? Ringo's dumb, you know. And Whoa! You gotta, and you gotta keep the drummer's keep, not always dumb. And you got to keep every and you got to keep the gel together with keep four people around. You know what I mean? And that's more of a job, I think, than Elvis or Madonna. Or, you know, these one one name people, one person groups, you know, they're not groups. You know what I mean? So I think there's a little more of a dynamic there. And I would like to hear how he talked about how how could you take, you know, res, you know, respect or responsibility or who took creds and how do you keep everybody kosher, you know, throughout the whole experience? That was much band. more yeah. that content you just gave there was so much better than the first round of stuff that you said you would talk oh, about with John yes. Lennon. Yes. That but was, it was that both was, parts. That was, was like, actually Fairly yeah. interesting what you just said, like oh, fairly interesting, well, which is that. again, I'm you know, surprised that's not what you're here for. Smash mouth equipment. Oh my, are we gonna get back with them? Are they are they thinking of jumping back on board again? I did, was that a teaser? I don't even know, man. Oh, that's, 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 look at that's that. The, look at that. The sponsor's coming back. 
They got to back to season they got, one. Hey, do I get to try it out for free? I don't know. Look, man, come on now. Don't take advantage what? of the sponsors, bro. Oh, hey, dude. All right, That's when they run away. They get, get scared. We haven't had a sponsor since you've been on our show. Nobody oh, wants to make hash browns. Just, no, they're scared. <laughs> I think Orida or like or so whoever makes those. Hash we got, I'm telling you, we got to call right. Waffle House, man. We got to call Waffle House. <laughs> so we so, got, we got, we got the three. I, you know, the other ones we had. Let's just ask. Let's just shoot these around since we're since we're here. Do you do you guys think I'm going to ask you, Ken? Do you think streaming is killing the cinema experience right now? Do you think going out to the movies to you is no longer? Uh, uh, bright and shiny because of the ability to stream stuff yeah i mean that's one part of it obviously just the the home theater systems becoming something that more and more people can where it's more attainable you know it used to be like oh my buddy's got one of these his dad's got a home it theater thousand, so now, now everybody's right you know and that yeah. now man you could this tiny little box could make you sound like you're in a movie theater and that to me was the, that's the experience of the big screen is to have the big screen have the sound all around you if you could create that in your home, then yeah, you're, that's that's a big part of it. The streaming side of it only made it even easier because now it's like shit. I don't even have to go to the movies to see that. It's it's right here. So you yeah, have to rent it. Absolutely, it that's is, a big part. I think there was a lot of it that was leading to that. It's kind of like the same reason with big box merchant stores and everything else that are kind of falling astray and not having a lot of large, um, you know, retail footprints anymore. It's really not needed. You know, you don't need the big stores anymore. People will find you anywhere in a warehouse somewhere with just a bunch yeah. of boxes because they're going to find you online. So uh, it, it's just the way the world is kind of changing. And I think uh, overall, though, cinema, absolutely, that experience at least is affected partially by streaming. But there, there's a lot more to it, I think, that's taken that down. In my opinion, in the early 2000s, when the DVD boom started happening, I, I automatically, and I had friends at the time, like when I was living in Austin, I had friends that lived, that worked at Hollywood Video. They would give me like 80% off. So I just was buying stacks and stacks of DVDs. And that is when I started saying to myself, okay, it, it was there was also a boom of really cool independent movies in the 2000s. I think we talked about that too. Mm -hmm. So it was easier to kind of absorb all that in a speedy pace during the time as opposed to going to the theater. In my opinion, for someone like me and even my, me and my wife, we don't really go to movies all the time. There's specific movies like John Wick 4. We're like, okay, we got to go see that on the theater. Uh, maybe like a Jurassic Park, we want to go see that on an IMAX or something like that. Mm -hmm. But almost everything else we can... Every, at least nowadays, it's acceptable to be like, let's just wait for that to come out because it'll hit a streaming service like four weeks now. It'll hit a streaming service like four weeks after it's been in the theater, whereas uh, it would take months and months after a theater release to hit a DVD. Now it's just boom, boom, boom. The licensing has made it so fast. But I don't know. It doesn't really affect me because I rarely go to the theater anyway. And you know I've got a pretty decent theater system down here too, so I don't really... I'm not going to go and watch it anywhere else, really. If I have, if I have the ability to watch it here, well, what about the you? Price Peter? too. I mean, movies were getting to be what twenty-five bucks to go yeah. see a movie, and I mean, two people, fifty dollars. I mean, it was getting to where movies really hit that that peak price as well, which I think we're also turning people away. And that's before you get to the freaking snack stand. Mm -hmm. Yeah, oh man, get those snow caps. And and they got those eye picks and those other theaters that have the recliners and they put you like you're feeling like they give you a little quilt and a pillow and then they got the guy coming with a charcuterie board that's nice mm, sure you make me feel at home this. i what believe the hell? I'd rather I, just I stay home 
I don't know what scene it was. I believe there's one of this one. It might have been out here, but there's a movie theater or two that are that's about to start charging people based on where they choose their seat. What do you guys think about that? Uh, I was still disgusted. I didn't hear what you said. (laughs) You're fully offended, Victor. You've railroaded Victor for the last time. Wait, for the the first time. The seats in the very, the seats in the middle, and the seats in the back middle are all primo. Primo seats. Yeah, there's at least two theaters that are doing this right now. They're charging you more money depending on where your seats are in the movie. Oh, so like in the middle row, or like the one that has the handicap row? Yeah, exactly what I just said. Yes, more leg room. I haven't been to movies in a long time. I thought people weren't going. How could they suddenly tell you? like two seats like you got you got nine people in there who cares so when when the covid thing happened you could go on your phone and choose the seats because that's what you would have to do you couldn't go to a a ticket office or anything if you wanted to go to to the theater you would have to and you could go choose your seats i did it like probably five times it was amazing Mm. it was awesome all i did was choose the one all the way in the back in the middle bingo bango that's the way that's the one i want i got great vision did they start like numbering the aisles and stuff they did numbering the the seats Yes, it's all, it's exactly like a concert now. So that's yeah, why man. I was asking you, Less uh, and a part later that question that we said, what do you think about them doing that? About that possibly balls. everyone doing that and saying, you know what, we're going to charge depending on where you sit. If you sit all the way in the front and the breakneck lookup area, it's like half off. Well, I want to say something, but I don't know if Bob's going to interrupt me again. Ready? Go. Let's see. <laughs> uh, so, hey, hey listen. I am one of those people that love going to the theater, okay? But it's gotten really expensive. And now if you're going to tell me that they're going to make the seats that I personally like the most more, more reason for me not to go. I got three kids. It's, you, know, you know, I got two kids and me. I'm, say, you, you, I'm, kids. I'm the kid. I, I got two kids and me. I'm the third from. kid. Right? Mm. So you I'm have all, a fair I'm shot in... at buying them on the, online, though, like everyone else. Like, once you hear that it's available to get these tickets, you can go on your phone and be one of the first people to select the chairs that you want. Wow. So there's still the option to do that. Garbage. But you're right. going to get you're going to get your Garbage. problem. Your, your tickets are going to be on StubHub for four times the amount. <laughs> the theater, man. That's crazy. Yeah. It is nuts. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah so I, it's garbage. I'm gonna tell you, I, I like the, the movies at home. I and some of the times they, they come out on the Netflix or they come out on 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 on, on the Prime, they on these other ones. So you get them for free, you know, like if you're just paying for the service already. So you know who why are you gonna go to the theater? See, Brian Smith's feeling it just the See? same, man. Look Family of three and El Paso having to spend that kind of money. Come on, man. Yeah, that's a, that's in a, El Paso. That's a movie theme. That's a, that's a Sorry, theme I'm not park, trying man. to put down El Paso, Brian. I swear. That's a theme that's park, Spanish man. That's a theme park ticket right I've there, never man. been to El Paso, so I shouldn't say anything. <laughs> oh, I have. Have you? It's a party. Is it? El Paso? It is. A, it can be a party town. Yes, it could be sure. a party town. Is that anywhere near San Antonio? I mean, come on, dude. You like, know Texas is the size, of, the size of like one third of the United States, man. Nothing is really near anything in Texas. That's not how it works. It's <laughs> not how it works. Tammy says that she's going with Betty White, which is a, a great conversation. Oh, that overall. would be a good conversation. Absolutely. That's Hell a good yeah. one right there. I like that. I like that. Betty White is definitely one of the funnier comedians in my But we're talking, from, so that's like our... a full conversation. I don't know if you could only ask Betty White one thing. Do you know what I mean? Like, 
that's one person where you could sit down and with Bernadube and be like, let's go over some things real quick. Like, <laughs> like you know, you, cause she, God, there, you, when she was younger, she was freaking gorgeous, man. Like it, she had such a, crazy I thought she life. was hot and golden was girls. Was she, mover, was she a mover and a shaker? She was a shaker, man. I, I don't know. Maybe I was shaking. I don't know. Yeah, that <laughs> that lady would that lady would be a a, a, a hoot to sit she down was and a talk. Hip to. hip lady. Okay, we got a couple minutes, dude. How about this, real quick? We we decided to say anybody that or blah 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 blah. But I think the original thought we had when we were coming up with this was a musician. So Ken, man, right now on the spot. Three, two, one, one musician you would love to sit down and talk to, and what the hell would you ask them? I would do Bob Marley. If I could sit with him long enough to be able to understand what he says, I feel like we could have a really, really chill conversation. What? (laughs) (laughs) Say it again. I didn't say Bob Dylan. I said Bob Marley. Victor, what about you? (laughs) Well, I said Lennon, but if I got to pick another one. No, Marley. I, said, I, I heard said you Lennon. say Dylan. No, Marley, Marley, Marley. He said Bob Marley, man. Marley. Bob Dylan. Marley, man. Screw Bob Dylan. Understand. I don't care oh. what he has to say. Ooh, yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't understand any of that at all. Ooh. Better chance of understanding Bob Dylan. <laughs> I going to say which one, man. both. All right, Victor, go ahead, man. All right. Well, I said John Lennon already, but if I had another one, another one. probably Hendrix, man. All right. I love Hendrix, dude. He played. He was left-handed. He played it upside down. I'd like to see why the fuck he did that. Or is he just trying to prove that he was dope? And he, could, he plays with his because, teeth. I mean, so yeah, I guess he just. all kinds of things. Like how you learn it. That, with his teeth, that's got to feel weird, dude. It's, it's got to feel, feel weird. weird. It's got to feel weird. Yeah. yeah, that's a good one. We could try that one time on the show no, live. No. Yeah. No, no, you I don't have a guitar. Well, I don't we, have a guitar. We like using you for the examples of things. Oh, I will be the test. Oh, my God. When I'm done with this electric chair, we're almost, I'm just testing it a little bit now with some lizards. You are going to be the first human to test this chair. And you're going to do it live here on our show. You should use the salamanders so we can find out if they taste like no. Oh, man. Dude, I love it. We're going to find out if that's true, too. Because you want to say they do, but I don't know if salamanders really taste like nougat. They do. I would sit down and I would talk to Neil Peart. I would bring Neil Peart down. That would be good. Back from heaven yeah, and have a couple of chats about specific songs. Um, and Man, how um, did you do this here? How yeah, is this and then, and then, possible to play drums in this manner? Well, then more so than anything to be like, how are you the main songwriter and melody creator of the band that you are the the most prolific drummer for? Really would be a question because for him to be able to come up with most of the lyrics for that for that band and then most of the music. As well, it was was insane. So. But it had to be played by Alex and Getty as well. I mean, that That's music true. couldn't have been played by anyone else. I don't think I, the three of them just what they that band is incredible. It's an iconic band. It's what we got to see through our lifetime and those in so many. I, I know you've seen them a bunch. I've seen them a bunch. It just that's such an incredible band. I don't even know if we knew what we were seeing when we were seeing it. Yeah, you know the couple, the show at Red Rocks. The times I was able to see them, I, I, I as I was older, I, I did know. But when I think when I was at watching them uh, on the Presto tour in Miami Arena, I remember I that. Show. Might not have been as like, oh, this moment, you know, like I was probably, <laughs> probably stupid wasted too. Oh yeah, just like, caught up more and you know, yeah. slapping the bass. I mean, right, slapping the bass. <laughs> everybody air drumming, but 
No, I, I, I definitely took took more of that in as I saw as I saw them when I got older. But yeah, as when when we're younger, I think I think that's the reason why I have such a massive ticket stuff collection. Because in the back of my head, I was like, "You're gonna find a way to remember this, man." Like, <laughs> Save this those be tickets, the only way. bro. <laughs> oh man, oh, didn't know the I, internet I would be around recording them. all of the shows that have ever existed on just one web page. But sure, it's good you have the stubs. <laughs> it is. It's worth that. It. Proves because you were there. In I was there, or That's at least it. you knew somebody who had a ticket stuff. One of them. Yeah. Oh shit! Man, you've got them all protected. Dead carajo! I do, and that's oh. the first one. Michael Jackson, Victory oh. Tour in the Orange Bowl. All like Jackson Five. Oh. <laughs> yeah, but that was exactly so I could remember them. Wait, hey, you know what? I think we're out of time. I think folks are yeah, saying man. to themselves, "Oh my God, this this experience we just had is just too freaking amazing. We got to cut it off." And I think they're right. What are we gonna do? What are we gonna do next week, man? Let's are we gonna Panthers. do this again? No, we're done. We're we'll done. see you guys in um, June Eight of twenty twenty four. Next show, not gonna happen. We'll all be there. I just want to say thanks we'll to all around. you folks out there who supported us this entire time, who answered answered all of our emails. If I'm being honest, and gave us a reply without reporting us. That was nice, uh, of you guys. All that Thank stuff you. is amazing. The interactions that we've been able to get, and again, I put it on the Facebook page. A lot of these places besides YouTube are making it real hard for us to communicate with you. So please do us a favor. Yeah. Join our lawyers us are over. fighting. Join us over at YouTube. Like it would be greatly appreciated. You're going to see the info Subscribe. right now. We will see you next week, folks. Thank you so yeah. much.